Hello and welcome to the podcast, episode 29. Uh, let me look this up, I actually don't know. I think it is episode 29 of Life from the Brodello. Although we have a crisis of naming. They changed out all the red lights. Oh yes, that's true, they did. So originally they had designed our building with sort of Bordello fashion, with nice dangling red lights from the ceiling, and now they've replaced them with hideous fluorescence instead. They've gone from the, the hideous dim red darkness to the blazing incandescent suns of an inc- fakeness. An interrogation room. <laughs> yeah, it's it's nice. So maybe we'll be like live from the Brodello IA. <laughs> I don't know, this doesn't make any sense. But not that we yeah. Ever podcasted from that location, so... We tried once, kind of, but it didn't work very well. So, do you have anything to report? I got this exciting Fitbit, so now I'm super fit. Oh, God. So, yes, this this is actually a, a good thing <laughs> to talk about. So, Jesse has had one of these for ages. Zombies chase it. No, it's a different thing. A different um, thing? Oh, I thought zombies chased her. I mean, zombies do chase her. The, the, the zombies thing is just a, a phone app. With it doesn't have Fitbit integration. I don't believe so. Fitigration. But yeah, I I dislike Fitbits. I didn't get a Fitbit. I refused to have my. Steps you tried though. Turned into a podcast. He just sour grapes into... because he tried and they were all out. Well, no, was I didn't. Too lazy to, to I, I email HR to and get one. Having been attached for a while to somebody who uses one of these things and is obsessed with making their progress bar get better and like has I to love have making numbers get bigger. Exactly twenty thousand steps a day. That's and twice she's just not move. She must be um, so fit. Well, she does spend like five hours on a treadmill desk every day. <laughs> I spend five hours at a regular desk every day. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's not for me. I dislike having the man telling me how many steps I've walked. Actually, so I'm not sure how accurate the step count is. It does accurately measure like periods of me moving around versus not mm-hmm. moving around. I don't know if it accurately measures how far I'm going or how many steps I'm taking. But the interesting thing is it, ju- it just has a thing you set when you're going to sleep and when you're getting up. Yeah. And it's supposed to do things like know when you're restless and when you're awake in the night, although it's not done that successfully. But it does tell me that I only got five hours of sleep mm-hmm. because I just turn it on and off and it's just a stopwatch. Oh, so I'm like, oh, that's why I'm tired. That's kind of useful. Yeah. It makes pretty graphs, too. I have a phone app that does that, and mm-hmm. you're supposed to just put it under your pillow. And it, mm-hmm. like, it uses the gyro and notices when you're jiggling the bed because, and assumes that you're doing that because you're awake, and will give you a graph of when you were awake and when you weren't. Mm-hmm. But I just kind of stopped using it because... I assume that in a bed with more than one person in it, it just gets confused. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I can imagine that having a thing on your wrist is marginally better for that. Yeah, maybe. It has silent personal alarms, which is cool too. Yes. That is, I think, the only feature that I would care about. I'm not actually using them because they're not violent enough to wake me, I think. Uh-huh. And they will definitely just wake up Maggie anyway because the silent personal alarm goes like... Bzzz. Uh-huh. Yeah, but fuck being told how many steps to take. And I'm very happy to see that Doug has gone the same way. He got a Fitbit and has given his up already. He, he walked <laughs> into to the office and said, does anyone want a Fitbit? I'm giving this shit up because... No, I'll take it and wear one on the other wrist so I can com- cross you out. You can it. compare. My left hand has done 400,000 more steps than my right hand. Uh-huh. That wasn't steps, bro. Do you feel like your life has changed since your lack of exercise is being quantified? I feel so much better now. Do you feel fitter? Mm Mm-hmm. Is that what it... (laughs) I thought it was, like, meant to shame you into being more fit. No, just by wearing this, you become fit. Oh, I see. Also, it's estimating that I'm burning way more calories than I thought I would, so I've been upping my food intake. (laughs) It's like saying I'm burning, like, 2,800 calories a day. I'm like, oh, man, that's, like, 800 more than I thought. That's 2,800 calories a day? Yeah, yeah, just from being alive. That seems, seems wrong. I know, doesn't it? Yeah, give But so that. anyway, I'm eating an extra 800 calories a day, so I'll be, be fitter now. 
given that your average man dude uses 2,000, or like even 1,800 sitting around at a desk and not getting any exercise, you would have to be leading a reasonably active lifestyle, possibly even lifting, to need 2,800 calories. Yep, yep. So that seems to be quite wide of the mark. (laughs) Well, I'm reasonably active, right? I made 10,000 steps. That's like 10,000 more steps than totally sedentary. That's 10,000 more steps than I have recorded. Yeah, and each one you record burns a calorie, so... (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's how that works. Isn't it getting confused between calories and kilocalories? That's, that's oh! what it is. <laughs> you actually only that use, could be the problem. You <laughs> actually only need to eat 2.8 calories a day. I think just a really high estimate of your basal burning rate, or mm. whatever they call that. Basal metabolic rate. Yeah. Yeah, your whole body is on fire constantly. Mm-hmm. Very slowly. <laughs> or more rapidly, if you're Joan of Arc. Oh, dear. Yeah. Too but... soon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did I tell the podcast that Maggie was in England recently? Your hometown? You were complaining, yes. But she's back now, so that's good. How was her trip? It was good. She saw a lot of plays. Did she see the Queen? I asked her that. She said she didn't see the Queen. It was very disappointing. Wow. I was disappointed for and in her. Mm-hmm. You should rethink your wife, I think, if the Queen won't. I mean, the Queen is pretty easy about who she'll go and hang mm-hmm. out with. She's not really that busy. So mm-hmm. if you just call her up and say, do you want to go out for a cuppa? I mean, she's barely a head of state. So what's she even doing? Right. No, I mean, all she is is a head of state. <laughs> she doesn't actually have any power to do anything. So Well, can she dissolve the parliament of lesser countries? Uh, No, I think other people do that on her behalf. Oh, I see. Because the, Australi- the Australians of the Kiwis got pissed off and, and just like the Queen's head representative honcho person got so pissed off with Parliament that he which just went fucking really dissolving you. Which was all melted. <laughs> yeah. I just imagine the Queen walking into Parliament with like a spray gun of dissolving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just an acid hose. Yeah. Parliament is cube. <laughs> what would her one liner be? I feel like she's got to have a good one, right? Acid to see you. <laughs> There's got to be a Britishism. I don't know. I, I think just like... Glory <laughs> I, I, I am dissolving Parliament <laughs> now is... Yeah, that's pretty It good. would just be like one intends to dissolve you. <laughs> Into a rich, nutrient-filled slurry. Yes, and then she, like, extends her lizard tentacles and then slaps them all. <laughs> nutritional lizard power, <laughs> which is how the German space lizard queen Illuminati's... That, that's when she grows to her larger size and starts laying eggs. Yes, <laughs> to make more, more queens <laughs> and lizard people for the future. The next generation of Parliament. <laughs> Actually, how government works. Yes. So what are, what are your announcements? I, anytime you ask me if I have anything to say, it's usually because you have something else more important to say later. I don't have much to say. We've just been arguing about weddings some more and talking about the possibility of having a wedding in a cemetery, which I heard you have opinions about. I think it's a good idea. Uh-huh. Okay. You could drive away in a hearse that says, just marry <laughs> That would be fantastic. Yeah, but we'll we'll see. I think practicality will wear its ugly head. Cemeteries are very pretty if you can forget all the corpses rotting under you. Well, I mean, I think the idea is to rise them all and have them. Oh, I see. It's a it's a working working wedding. Yeah. So we'll just summon them, and then it'll just fill out the wedding party. That's a good idea. Yeah, I guess the other potential comedy conversation, and I kind of feel like maybe we should wait until Amaro is here for this. His baby names. Baby names. Um, we are somewhat children. Far off. No. We are somewhat far off babies, but it's it's a conversation that comes up every now and then when one of us hears a baby name that we like. Yeah. So, so I'm currently leaning towards sort of more actiony, dramatic baby names. Oh, I'm like really Max liking, Steel. Well, Max Steel is pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. I, I really am liking Laser Burn right now. Laser Burn. I, mm-hmm. Maggie is tentative on it. Okay. I think it's a nice girl's name. Mm-hmm. 
Laser Burn Borhergelson. It's got a sort of ring yeah. to it. Have, have we talked about my intended child's last name? I think we've talked uh, about we? Borhergelson. Well, it just has that excellent herg sound in it. <laughs> a lot of names. Yep. So I'm really looking forward to saddling someone with that for life. Yeah. Or until they're old enough <laughs> to insult <laughs> you dramatically. Uh-huh. I think you, Dad and Mum. <laughs> what terrible idea was this? Maybe you'll just be setting uh, a we're, fashion. Yeah, yeah. So we were thinking things that rhyme with... Not, not rhyme, but things sort of match, like Hobo Bohergelson and uh-huh. Bobo Bohergelson would be good. Right, yeah. But we didn't wouldn't want our children to grow up to become clowns, which would be... Yeah. Bobo is a bit, a bit clowny. You could, you could conceive them in Hoboken and then have Hoboken, Hoboken Bohergelson. Um, that's a good idea. We, we just adopt them from Hoboken. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure Hoboken has like an excess of children anyway. Yeah. What else is there to do in Hoboken? I don't even know. Run away from cops, I believe. Uh, I haven't been to New Jersey. Oh man, you're missing I hear, nothing. I hear a lot of You've things missed about out New Jersey. on nothing. Yeah. New Jersey is just like the most useless place that's between here and a place I want to be, except for the Midwest. Oh. Also a useless place. What's on the other side of New Jersey that you want to be? Oh, New York. I still get the geography of America mixed up. I still think that we are underneath New York and we're not. We're very mm-hmm. underneath New York. So any trip I go on, they're going up. It doesn't matter where. <laughs> I'm going up to Texas. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm going up to the South Pole. I don't know why these northern hemispherists have won the map orientation contest. Yeah. It's surprising how disorienting looking at a globe upside down is. So I saw this thing where they took pictures of continents out of context and just rotated them around like, the You have no idea what they are. And I was like, I genuinely thought that Africa was Australia from like the side because they're roughly the same. I mean, they've got like the slightly yeah, like the pointy shape. bit, and the, the pointy <laughs> shit, the pointy bit, and, and the like, part that comes out. Yeah, it's very confusing. Yeah, I'm surprised you're a European. You know. I know more about geographs than you do. But okay, that doesn't mean that I can tell continents apart. <laughs> It's also going to be, if you look at, like, pictures shot from near space, it's really hard to know what you're looking at. I always find that, like, looking at the globe from the North Pole is especially confusing, because you're like, what's that? Oh, that's America! And that <laughs> means that that must be Russia? Oh, yeah, there's, like, Sweden. Uh, they're connected in a weird way. They're really close to each other. Somehow. Yeah. I didn't realize that. But you're just so Clothes used to seeing the terrible... Stretched and torn and ripped into place. Terrible Mercator projection <laughs> where you think that Iceland and Greenland are enormous and they're actually mm-hmm. tiny. Well, so that's why I'm voting to change our, our map to just be connected on both ends, like a torus. Which ends? To just to together the North Pole and the South Pole. So you wrap around that way as well as East and West. Oh, I change see. Change it to like a, a tubular torus. Uh-huh. It's a much more convenient. If it's sufficiently long, then you don't even notice much distortion from the like inside path being less large than the outside path. I'm, I'm sure you could figure out a way to, to warp it so that it's not that bad, that distortion. Yeah. You do need the teleporter in each pole. It's easy. You just connect the north. It's when you write, like, when x less than zero, it just wraps around and... That, that's what that's what I'm saying. Like you, you need a teleporter at the north and the south pole in order for the distances on the map to relate to distances in real life. It's not a, if you put a teleporter, then it would just be one point that teleports you to anywhere, right? You need to just redefine the, the space. Oh, so you're just suggesting that we have like some really weird physical spatial anomaly, just like located, I don't know, around the Arctic and Antarctic circles. Or it wouldn't seem weird at all when you're there. <laughs> you just keep looking. They're both cold. they're both cold. No, but then the penguins would would cross- finally colonize the north. Isn't that what we've all always wanted? That's not what the Prime Directive says you can do. 
<laughs> I don't think the Prime Directive mentioned penguins anywhere, actually. You're not allowed to interfere with penguins until they reach your <laughs> capability. <laughs> they haven't even gotten to flight. Right. That's, that's exactly my point. <laughs> you can't... I mean, that would change the, the continents. That would change penguins way more. I mean, like, imagine what would happen if penguins had spaceships without knowing how to use that technology. I've often imagined that, and it's super awesome. Actually, the uh, then Starbound has, has an evil penguin spaceship. Star, is ta- Starbound is that terrarium, it's terrarium. Around, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. space terrarium. They promise a lot of things and seem to have decided that they're not going to do any of them. Like every game ever. Uh-huh. I'm so disappointed in every game ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a shit game. Yeah. Way too ambitious in scope. Mm-hmm. Speaking of video games... Oh, my favorite topic. Have you seen the latest video by Euclidion? No. I heard... I saw someone talking about it, though. On Procedural World Blog. I don't even know what Euclidion is. So Euclidion was this company that showed up a few years ago saying that they were finally breaking from the tyranny of Big Polygon. Are they the infinite detail engine people? They are the unlimited okay. detail engine people. And I they are convinced that their crazy voxel-based technology, which is based on stuff that we've had for like 15 years and still isn't mainstream because it sucks not for a whole bunch of reasons <laughs> that they're not admitting to. So it's just like every year this guy shows up with this ridiculous overblown PR video where he says, look what we can do and we're being better than every and polygons they're so flat they're the past you know what's the future only our video game engine based on 15 year old technology so what um, can it what can it do though how is, is it just using like voxels yeah it's of? just it's just voxels how do they model really small detail like if they make a model it just has to be an insanely large data structure with just every voxel defined or do they have some system for they have smart procedural generation of texture yeah textures? so you give it point clouds and then interpolates between points to make more points. That sounds like polygons to me, just with a weird texture shader applied. Well, I mean, it's voxels. Effective, but polygons are just, are nowadays pretty much voxels anyway, right? They've got, I mean, not really, but... No, no. They've, they've got de- depth maps, like, uh, what's the, the, the geometry? They've got geometry maps on them, right? Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's still, I mean, definitely we do things with polygons because <laughs> they're better and we can compute with them, but this latest video is utterly ridiculous because he starts off, supposedly very wryly being aware of how like he's talking to the YouTube audience about their attention span and how YouTube tells him that like people will be bored after a minute and 40 seconds uh-huh. so like he spends the whole the first minute and 40, 40 seconds, seconds talking about how talking about how he's showing you these pictures of real life cathedrals and, th- and stuff and the twist in the middle which is really fucking obvious is that it's not real life it's his shitty engine uh-huh. and it's like do they look real no <laughs> I looked at that and I was like, and, and he was like, and, and so we're just showing you these pretty pictures of outdoor environments. And I was like, that's a fucking game engine, you knob. And then he does the big reveal and it's like, yeah. I know that. So I could they, tell. Do they have smart physics? Like, do they have a smart collision system that works on infinitely small voxels? They have not even shown animation, let alone physics. They have shown <laughs> entirely static scenes. But we can we can already make photorealistic polygonal right. cathedrals. They have shown entirely static scenes that have been laser scanned in and interpolated, and that's it. And and like their renderer clearly struggles to hit thirty frames a second. And they're like, we're partnering with lots of people, and for the first time, you can invest in the games that we're making. And this is a terrible idea. And and it's just... 
they are so deluded. But like the guy is just this horrific wanker who says data instead of data and it really gets me back up. <laughs> but he's he's, he's he's just British like you. Um I think he's a, I think the country is Australia the country, the company is Australian. But I might be wrong. He definitely doesn't have an Australian accent. I don't know. He's a tosser, and their whole company is built on taking algorithms and things that we have known how to do for a very long time, and then doing them, and then saying, look how much better this is than this polygon straw man conspiracy that we've made up. Fucking polygons. And saying, this they is totally the future. are so faceted. Um, and it's ridiculous. So, I mean, do you think that polygons are just the ultimate solution to graphics rendering? Like... In just pushing more polygons as a solution, or maybe at some point there is some. At some point, we will have enough compute to go to. I don't know. Something fossils that... are the right thing, though. It seems like some sort of smarter curves. Like a... I genuinely don't know. I don't give a shit. But yeah, I mean, like unsurprisingly, voxels aren't there yet because they need a whole ton of compute. And he bangs on about how they have this compression algorithm that lets them take enormous amounts of point cloud data and then store it compressed and then stream it in real time and I'm like you probably can't actually do that it sounds like what you're saying is bullshit but even if you could you still haven't presented anything novel you know like a dedicated one man team can do this and there's a reason that this isn't everywhere mm-hmm. and you appear to just be ignoring that and doing it anyway like so in other graphics related news mm-hmm. did you know that Quick 3 had true curves in it true curves yeah 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 it had curved services that weren't polygons that doesn't surprise me which is, which is weird because no one ever no one before again seemed to have done that which I think is kind of strange oh I see well because I, I, was, I, was talking, I was talking yesterday with Kareem and uh, Julian both of mm-hmm. whom they may know our listeners may know from the podcast or other sources we'll be actually not Kareem because he hasn't been on yet but. and I, I was thinking like, oh yeah didn't Quake 3 have curved services so, no, no one believed it, but but it did. I can totally believe that they used like constructive solid geometry. That's a pretty standard technique, and I can totally believe that someone like Carmack, who is a smart guy, would just be able to write an engine that takes those abstract things and turns them into pixels. So that's not a huge leap, to be honest. Yeah, but it's just I funny mean, that this like game from two thousand or something had yeah. But I mean, I think archways that just no one is bothered. Right, but I think it's just one of those things that like it adds this much complexity to your renderer and and why not just approximate it with right. a lot of polygons? <laughs> yeah, there's just no need to do they, that thing. They did look really good. They didn't have any of the weird gradient issues that you sometimes see on like polygonal arches and things. Yeah, they were smooth. Yeah, I think it's just one of those. I don't know. One off. He's just become irrelevant, which is kind of sad but whatever doesn't he work for Oculus no he I believe has left oh where you go um away oh no to space oh no maybe he is still working for Oculus I'm not sure oh yeah that's right no he is still working for Oculus because they had the Oculus com and and they were like so why aren't there any women here and he said some dumb things oh sounds like someone who's been in video games since yes (laughs) that is exactly what happened Mm -hmm. and then everybody wrote articles about how there were no women there and that was a bad thing I'm really surprised that I didn't see this because I see a lot of articles about how there are no women in various things and Maggie sees a lot and she didn't mention it to me so yeah well I guess it just tech is so overwhelmed with the lack of women that you can't read all the articles about it all the time yep so I think the, is the answer to just make everything pink and then women will be attracted to video games yeah yeah okay yeah I mean oh no I can't even be bothered making hilarious <laughs> jokes about this it's just boring that's true it is boring there's a new Rift prototype out though I'm ready to dwell within virtual space 
I cannot summon enough shits to give. So the Oculus Rift sounds like it is the ideal product for putting someone into the cockpit of a virtual spaceship, mm-hmm. which is pretty much all I'm interested in life. Yeah. Until I can get a real spaceship mm-hmm. that defies physics in all ways. Virtual spaceships are going to have to settle for. And I suspect that in actuality, you even if we could just make a real spaceship, you would still... It would be uh, so boring. No, no, no. dangerous. No. Yeah, dangerous. <laughs> like, you would just be like, well, shit, I'm in a spaceship, I don't know how to spaceship, and even if I did, someone else is going to shoot me in my spaceship, and then I'll be dead. Whereas, yeah. if you have a virtual spaceship, it doesn't matter. So, well, so, I mean, sometimes it matters. It really sucks to be shot in EU teams in here. Well, yeah, but it sucks less than to be dead. Well, I feel like the prerequisite for making these spaceships is to have the effect of cloning techniques that let you clone, clone exactly one instance of you at any given time was exactly the same as you are and as a temporary backup. I suspect that that will come long after the spaceships. I think you need it before the spaceships. I think the spaceships are going to come first, which means there's going to be a whole bunch of people. No, I think I think who mind machine uploads are way way more feasible than starships. Really? It's a shame that we have only eight minutes left because this has suddenly turned into an interesting topic. <laughs> no, I think well, okay, so mind machine uploads, sure, but I think like having a body that's even a close approximation of your body on command at your age, that's like how do you accelerate growth and then put your mind in that head? It wouldn't have to be on demand, right? It could be you pre-grow a bunch of bodies. Mm-hmm. You just have like a storage, couple storage, you know, it takes three years to grow and then whatever. Yeah. I still think that managing to accelerate human growth so that, I don't know, like to a 10 to 1 ratio, basically, is something that we are going to achieve well after spaceships. I mean, like, we can go to space right now. We can't anything approximating that. Like, we can make new humans the same way we've been doing for billions of years. Yeah, we're working on it. No, but, like, we are so much closer to working in yeah, space. Like the problem, I feel like the problems are fundamentally harder because they involve, they come up against really hard physical limits on energy storage. And we we have no evidence that there is any better way to store energy than antimatter, which is woefully inadequate for any sort of reasonable startup. And it comes with a whole, you know, it comes with engineering problems that are on a far greater scale than anything we've ever seen. We have, however, seen animals that can grow really big really fast. And we know that it's possible to make biological robots that look a lot like us because we walk around inside of them all the time. We are them. Oh, I thought you were talking about Terminator. No, Terminator's too. I'm good. Yeah. And we, we can pretty much make Terminators that are indistinguishable from humans. They just don't have the cool robot interior that... Yeah, out or like the, the ability... <laughs> no! Or the ability to, like, turn into goopy white stuff and then reform them. Oh, oh, yeah, well, that's a more advanced model. It's the reforming, really. Turning into goopy white stuff is, is a nice... <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I can turn anyone into goopy white stuff right now. The queen the queen does it fairly often. <laughs> yes, she turns Parliament into goopy white stuff. And so the circle is complete. Now, I still think that being able to effectively clone humans... So I think being able to... Using the definition of the word clone humans is something that is, like, ten years away. It's not that difficult oh, to well, take like, cloning. A person has probably may even have already been done. Right. Um, but that's totally useless and uninteresting. Correct. But like <laughs> being able to accelerate to clone a person and then transfer your transfer your the, brain the, to the them. brain transfer into someone else is the tricky. I mean, thing. I even think transferring your brain to a computer is way inachievable for a long time. I think transferring your brain to a computer is probably harder than growing a human fast. Really? Yeah. I mean, they have such different visions of what's achievable. Well, I mean, there are diseases that make children grow really fast. Now that was a film, and it's called Jack. I think 
think they're. I but don't I think Williams is dead now because he did get because really he grew old. really old. Really yeah. fast and was so sad. Is is that not based on? I thought there was some some basis for children who grow fast. Yeah, I actually think there is. And it's probably they don't become Robin Williams. That would be a crazy disease. Whoa! <laughs> it's like it's like a zombie film, but everybody is gets bitten by Robin Williams and then becomes Robin Williams. I think it's probably time to go. I have a meeting. We have a meeting. Fuck what is? I have a meeting. You don't have. Do a I meeting. have a meeting? I don't know if you have a meeting. You don't have the same meeting that I do. Bye, Internet. Bye, Internet.